don't you just wish that you could find one solution for everything and it all work? Well, of course we do. But just like those personality quizzes that show you where your strengths and weaknesses are, your message will often have strengths and weaknesses. And that's related to who you are as a person as well. So behind the scenes, we've been creating some archetypes to unpack different personality types and why some messages fail and why some succeed. Join us today because we're looking at unpacking the artist. Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. Well, welcome back to the next podcast episode. Now, we've got a little bit of a treat for you here because... Behind the scenes, we've been cooking up some archetypes of solopreneurs who we know struggle to get them to land in the right places with the right people. So one of those topics today is called the artist. Now, here's the the title is, you know, these five archetypes whose message of a solopreneur whose message isn't actually landing well. Now, why have we come up with these archetypes? Because we've seen several things. It's never just one thing, is it? It's never one thing. If it was one thing, we'd all be millionaires and we'd all be happy. But that's not the case. So we're over the next five series of the podcast, we're going to dive into the real struggles that can happen in five different situations. So these archetypes, they're not people, they're situations that these people find themselves in. And if it resonates with you then I want you to be super compassionate and kind to yourself but I want you to do a high five in the air in your silent introverted way that says oh my goodness me I just got my magic wand moment here so I'm going to turn this over to Anka to start this conversation off and let's talk about the artist as it were what's going on with an artist archetype whose message is not landing no matter what they do yeah, yeah, one of my favorites because <laughs> I've seen so many of them. So to to give a little bit of context, I always say building a business or getting a business off the ground is really simple, which doesn't make it easy, but it's simple, right? There's three elements that need to align. You need to find the sweet spot between three pieces. One is the piece like the part that you want to bring, your skills, your aptitudes, your interests, like what you want to bring into the world. The second piece to that is who could be helped by that? Like who is for whatever you're offering, who is it for? And the third part is what's the thing? Like what is the product or the service or what is it that, that, that you're selling? Right. And in an ideal case, 
there's that sweet spot in between. Like there's these people you love working with. They really get what you do. You get to be in your genius zone and the product or the service you're offering sells like hotcakes. Like that's your ideal case scenario. So that's what you're, what you're aiming for. Now, most people don't get that right straight out of the gate. Like, and I think in real life, people actually usually spend quite a long time trying out different things. And there is typical patterns for what people tend to do and lean towards when it doesn't quite work the way they thought it would. And the artist is a very typical one for creative people, people who want to offer a creative service or a creative product. They want to just do the thing that they want to do, and they hate having to take into account what other people want. So that's your artist. And I've seen it. Like I've had like big rant posts in Facebook groups of sewing professionals, like dressmakers and people. Everybody would always say, I hate sewing for other people. I want to just create what I think is beautiful, what I want to bring out. I don't want to have to take into account somebody else's taste that might not be mine and somebody else's requirements. That just takes all the fun out of it for me. And that's not a problem until you want that other pay person to pay you. But that's when this turns profit, right? So that's your artist. They always try and not really want to take into account the client, they just want the client to pay them. That's why they're usually starving. You know what, that is so true. Certainly as a creative and a musician, um, I saw this loads. Um, and it's a real, it's a really interesting bit because there's a whole artist development bit where you have to actually find your own voice. It, it, and actually the danger of finding your own voice can actually stay in that space where you just get quite, almost like, um, you know, the Greek, uh, myth story of the, the of narcissist who actually was looking at himself in the water and then he fell in love with himself and this to me is is a space where because creating feels so good for the creative like when people talk about creative blocks I think that only happens under pressure or in a different space because creatives don't have an issue with creating I mean we can content all day long but one of the things that I've heard over and over again is all I want to do is just coach. I really don't want to have to do what it takes to build a coaching business or to actually market myself or put myself out there. That That's a common thing because as if the, the mere thought of doing something outside of the artistic creativity means it's not artistic or creative anymore. And I think there's the misunderstanding. There is the misunderstanding because we have become inner focused on the creativity at the expense of who actually gets to benefit from the creativity. So I had a big think about this because in our membership last week, um, I listened into one of the CEO sessions that you did and we had one of our members in very much this same spot going, I don't even know if I'm cut out of business. I don't even know if I want to actually do a business because I want, I just want to coach. I love the feeling of listening to people. I love the feeling of being with people. There's just such something really magical about that. But I hate this idea of having to actually do what I, what it takes or what it should do to, to build this business. And I was really curious to, 
I mean, I thought on it for a moment, I did 24 hours and I realized something kind of innocent here, but but really important. And I want to share it so that I don't keep it to myself as an insight. And there's an important truth to learn is that there's there was an issue for her with the amount of effort it takes to actually go out there once you've kind of done all this creativity or the thing that you want to do is just get lost in the creativity and the flow it feels a great energy rush to do it but the energy to actually kind of serve people with it or go and get people to find it felt like off for this for this person and she just she says if i could just put out my creativity all day long i'd be happy and then it struck me there's nothing more energy draining and pointless than creating in a vacuum. Not, we're not even just talking about the consumer here, the one who consumes and doesn't create. Like We're talking like this is the person who is creating and they're creating a vacuum and it feels great in the moment. But if you do that over and over again, in I would say less than 90 days, you're going to feel like you've had too much birthday cake. And you actually start to get, because there's nothing more frustrating than putting the effort into creating for nobody to share it with, for nobody to see it, for nobody to appreciate it, for nobody to buy it, for nobody to talk about it, for nobody to even appreciate what you've spent the time creating. Unless you are totally wanting to be what I call proverbial bedroom guitarist, which is done only for you, in which case do it. But but recognize that there is nothing else beyond that. Yeah, that's self-expression. That's not a business. And I think the shift that I think is worth exploring is how can you get creative around finding a, around finding a way to make what you want to create be of service of value to somebody else like what if you were to look for the creativity in that absolutely and i think that's the biggest problem with the artist because you know the artist loves creating loves what they do but sometimes can actually just on the shadow side of even not putting it out there can be putting it out there and saying that well I don't care if anybody else likes it I don't care if you know they're not my ideal client I don't care if they don't like it and you know what that is that's a huge defense mechanism coming Mm -hmm. in here because let's face it it, it's easy to say they're not my ideal client and sometimes that's true that is true but the key is here there is a point in business and as you're saying about the service that to be in true service means to go and put your bucket of creativity underneath a tap that is pouring people that want to swim in and experience that creativity and if we are just holding a bucket and refusing to put it under the well or refusing to even find a well to put it underneath there is all it is is your own self-expression and there's nothing wrong with that but self-expression alone it's not a not business a business and it's not a coaching business if you want to coach people no. into a transformation and you can still be creative and i think that's probably especially with with kind of more invisible kind of things where it's 
you need to get creative also in, a, in how express, like what's valuable to somebody else. Helping somebody make money is one thing, helping somebody save time, but there's another, there's other ways to be of value for somebody. Again, how can you be creative in that? Because if it isn't valuable for somebody else, they're not going to pay you. And if they don't pay you for what you do, you don't have a business. That's where the simplicity comes in. It is simplicity and it's truthfulness. And that's what we're here. Like, let's talk about the truth, not just the, you know, just promise tactics. So it's sort of truthfulness. So where do we go from here, Anka? If they're going to play today, where are they going to, where are we, we going to take them to play with? Say, well, you know, take a piece of paper and write down how your service can be of value to somebody else. That's an absolutely great point about value, where it leads us perfectly onto the staying and the playing bit. All we need you to do right now is have a think or in your journal, whichever you find helpful to you. Let's just think about value. Let's think about all that creative output that you're doing and who is going to get the value from that? Who would you love to find value from that? Where, and what could that value look like? Yeah, because it like could be, it could just be brighten up somebody's day. It could be giving somebody a sense of deep connection to nature. Like it doesn't have to be time or money. So I think I would love you to brainstorm 20 ways that your service can provide value to somebody. Great. We'll see you on the next episode. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Visible Coaches podcast. If you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature, this podcast is your sanctuary. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe to the Visible Coaches podcast on your favorite platform. And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you. To grab this episode's free resource, visit thevisiblecoachespodcast.com now. That's thevisiblecoachespodcast.com. Let's continue to embrace our introverted strength, create meaningful connections, and make waves in the coaching world. Until next time.